Oh, it is 11 o'clock. Okay. Let's Everyone, go. welcome to the Power Half Hour. And today we are interviewing, again, one of our favorite, favorite people in real estate. Uh, I met uh, <laughs> our guest today, I think uh, in 2010. Yeah. And, you know, she walked into the Rennie office and, you know, immediately I was like, I feel like I know her. I feel like I know her. There was just like some affinity right away. And I never say hi to people first, but I did that time. And, uh, you know, we've been uh, BFFs ever since, ever since. We, we have been. Those were some great times. Yeah. That was my very time. first day at my very first meeting. Exactly. Chris Rennie was talking. And you looked at me across the table. You're like, do I, do I know you? I'm like, we're in a meeting. We're in a meeting, John. That's awesome. So without further ado, Tony Singh from Bel Air Realty, owner, operator, mom of two and podcast superstar. Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me. Uh, you're awesome. Thank you for taking the time. I, everyone, if you, you didn't know, she just had a baby uh, what, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, she's uh, about three and a half weeks ago. Yeah. Three and a half weeks ago, and she's running on no sleep, and she's taking the time to chat with us, providing value. I know it's it's so tough because I already see, um, you know, Crystal uh, with Zoe, and it's exhausting. It's Crystal's exhausting. Mom. I mean, any parent, it doesn't actually matter to you if you're female or male. If you have kids and you're a parent and your family is something that's important to you, uh, and taking a role in that, then it's going to be challenging balancing business and family and doing both at a, at a relatively like high level mm -hmm. um, where both of them get your time. It's a challenge for sure. It's, uh, I, I don't know. I, I couldn't do it. I mean, I, it looks impossible to me. I just, I get tired looking at um, Crystal taking care of Zoe. So yeah, but you still waking up at four? <laughs> well, I, I think what I do is easier. I just wake up, roll out of bed, and I do my thing. I do my routine. What, what's 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 hard about that? Taking care of baby is is crazy hard. So I'm much much respect for for women out there, working moms out there. Nina, I know you're on the call. Uh, she has a teenager and and uh, and a two and a half year old, just like Zoe. Oh, that's so challenging. Oh my, super challenging as well. Much much respect. But uh, you know, for for those of you who don't know Tony, let's. Get to know Tony a little bit. Tony, how, how long have you been selling real estate? And, uh, you know, what's your background? Sure. So I started selling real estate um, at the end of 2010. I met John in October of 2010. I joined at Rennie uh, Marketing and Rennie and Associates Realty. And um, I had no idea what I was doing at the time. <laughs> I just uh, would go to the bullpen every day and listen to, to what was happening. And then I just started door knocking and stuff right away. Um, so that's when I, where I, when I started, but I came from a background in nonprofit, mm -hmm. uh, specifically in terms of dealing with organizations that helped women and children or, you know, women, uh, women in business and their families. And, um, I had been in university for a long time. So you can imagine then when you get into real estate coming from a university background where you're not making any money if anything, you've had to pay for, I mean, I've been fortunate because my parents helped me, um, but pay for that. And then you get into real estate and then it's very different in terms of the commission-based business. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. huge. It's a huge shift. And obviously we, we want to know you're um, owner operator or operator of Bel Air Realty and, you know, growing up in a real estate family, what was that like? And how did that influence your decision to go come into real estate? 
Yeah, that's a great question. First, I can't take credit for anything at the brokerage. We've got a great team there. They do all of the work and they're super knowledgeable. Um, But what was it like? So when I grew up, it was a very old school mentality. I think everyone, if you've grown up around here, you might come from a similar background. My dad worked full time. He was a real estate agent and then he opened his own brokerage. And my mom stayed home with the kids. So on one hand, my brother Warren and I were really fortunate because we had that love and support at home from my mom. But growing up with somebody that was highly productive in the business, Mm -hmm. we didn't see my dad ever. Mm -hmm. So I remember maybe we'd see him first thing in the morning when my mom got us ready for school. And maybe he would come home. And it was a credit to him to make the time to come home give us a kiss at dinner time, try and eat with us once in a while and go out. So I don't say this in a resentful way. When I got into real estate, I had a talk with him and I said, basically, I can't believe the amount of stress. It must've been very stressful for you to be selling at a high level. And then you come back and give us a kiss and then you're out again. You're out, you're dealing with clients because that's when they're off of work. Yeah. So it was interesting. I mean, back then, I don't think Jim, Jim, Jin Singh is yeah. the father and the owner of Bel Air Realty. I mean, this guy's an absolute legend. Uh, if you guys have never heard of Jim, <laughs> but um, you know, he, he sacrificed a lot. He sacrificed a lot to build uh, the real estate business. And I would think growing up with that, um, you must have figured out in your own real estate business what to do and what not to do. I think which led you to become more balanced in your life and business, right? I don't have the balance figured out completely. I just try and make time to, to do, uh, have my family time and our real estate business in a more balanced, um, in a more ba- balanced piece of the pie kind of. But what became really clear to me was if I was going to be in real estate, And I wanted to be helping as many people as possible. So as many as our real estate clients as possible. And it's really important to us to do that at the highest level possible in terms of service, knowledge, and really helping these people get what they want. Mm. Um, And for me, when I got into real estate, it was kind of like, shoot, how do you do that? Because that takes up, it can take up all of your time. Then when I had a family of my own, I was thinking, well, I don't want to do that, achieve that, if I can't make more time for my family. And that's been a really big struggle. Mm. I'm sure all of you out there, if if you're watching this and you have kids, and again, you can be male or female. It it is slightly different in the beginning for new babies because they want their mommies, but uh, it's a challenge and it's something that we all deal with. And I think even more so now because of everything that happened with COVID where families were experiencing that firsthand if they hadn't already, right? I mean, childcare was not as ready, readily available. So a lot of top producing realtors that we know in the business as well, they were faced with running their business differently. And also their kids were at home. So how do you balance, balance the time and be present? It's, it's a really big challenge that everybody deals with. Yeah. And how, how do you stay present with, with your family when you got one baby in one hand and a, and a four or five year old <laughs> running around and then you got a cook and then you have a phone, you're negotiating offers. I mean, how does that work? I do that. I do that. And you know what? It's not the best way to do things. I try not to do that sometimes. So I've had conversations with my family that mommy's going to try her hardest when, or mommy is when we're having dinner together as a family, because we do try and do that um, at least five days of the week that 
my phone goes on silent, it gets put away. But John, as you know, negotiations on contracts sometimes happen right at dinner time, right. <laughs> because that's when the sellers get home. Um, but I think it's a communication thing. So one communicating with my family that I'm going to try 95% of the time to give you that time. There's going to be 5% of the time where it's not possible because if there's a time constraint and it just doesn't work, I also agency to our clients and it's an important thing. So I try and do my best. It's not perfect. It's not perfect. And also it's a conversation with our clients as well. They've actually been incredibly supportive. I want to give them 110%. And in order to do that, sometimes I need a little bit of quiet time. Like it's not unreasonable for people to take a dinner and a lunch break. And that's what's so interesting about real estate is that mm -hmm. you're expected kind of to be on all the time. Part of that is due to changes in technology, right? Because you're so readily available. Um, but it's not unreasonable. If you want someone, a lawyer, a doctor functioning at 110% for you, you would expect that they would have ample, adequate rest. Yeah, exactly. And, and our clients, well, I, I'm not going to say all clients, but uh, some <laughs> clients, <laughs> You know, expects, expects us to be on all the time. And I, I think watching you grow in the 10 years, uh, you definitely were on all the time. You, you have have been, you seen changes? It's, it's I, been harder for me to notice them. <laughs> that's, why, that's why we're talking today, because I've seen that balance in yeah. you. No, nothing's perfect and nobody is on balance before. It was brutal. John, I wouldn't rest. And that's why separate topic, but I had those health issues because the business and providing for the clients and building our business was so important to me that I would sacrifice anything back then. Mm -hmm. Not people, but my own health for sure. I'd be like, well, I'm just not going to eat because I didn't finish those things. Wow. It's not okay. That's not okay. That's not kind to, to myself. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> so while we're yeah. on this, I mean, so it sounds like you did whatever it took to provide excellent customer service to your clients, no matter what it is, what I'm doing right now, the job needs to get done and I will do whatever it takes, everything yeah. else sacrificed. So the biggest challenge was when I had my son, my son, Antonio, mm -hmm. uh, that was almost, it was around five years ago. I really struggled then because I had a difficult time wanting to, being able to provide at that level. Um, and also I had the, the baby at home, so providing for him. And we, at the time, we were trying to make as many meals from scratch because then it's like health becomes important, not just for yourself, but for your family. And I was definitely, I think there was a couple of years there. I, I literally did. I ran on maybe two, three hours sleep oh. every night for around two and a half, three years, because in 2015, the market was very busy as well. I was going on listing appointments up until I went into delivery and I had booked listing appointments the week after I thought I was going to have an easy labor and I'd be back to work right away, but it ended up being an emergency C-section. So I couldn't, I went back on the appointments, but I really shouldn't have. Oh yeah. What's driving you to, to do, uh, to do what you do at that time? I mean, you know, why so committed? Um, that is a good question. <laughs> that is a great question. I never really thought about it. I think for me, um, our clients' happiness has always been very important to me. And why would I, what was the drive for achieving at a high level? It was just more people that we could help. Mm. I wanted the business to run more efficiently. And at the time it was not. That becomes clear when you're very unbalanced, right? Because things mm. will slip through the cracks. Or if you have a family, it's like, wow, I'm really not succeeding there. At the time, I felt like I was failing in both. So I was able to produce. Um, 
And I was still unhappy with those, those results because I was not producing at the level that I knew that I was capable of, but it was also unrealistic. I set myself up for an unrealistic expectation and I was providing for, for the family. So the one thing that had to give at the time was my health. And it was around two and a half years of doing that to myself where eventually then you have no health and then, and then you have to work your way back up and then you're able to see where you need to improve if you can take take that on it's it's not an easy thing to do but and look at how far you've come i mean i've I just seen the growth and the balance uh come into your life and you know your great i family still want life. more though john <laughs> uh, we all want more and we all want my, I, I mean geez uh, how many people can relate to this uh, guys who have kids or, or no kids i being, can see being, you yes hello woman woman in real estate it's it's not easy guys so i just want to first of all congratulate you on all your success right now and you know, it's, it's amazing what you've money, done. Uh, money, a hundred percent. I'm glad you can relate. <laughs> well, she's got two boys, right? So yeah. it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. But, um, you know, wh why don't we jump into this? I mean, sure. the growth that you've had over the last 10 years, working okay. from 24 seven, um, and then 365 to like balance, balance. And then you had those issues, uh, the, the health challenges. And then you, 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 you basically have made a comeback. And everything, <laughs> everything is great right now. Not perfect and great. It's not perfect. <laughs> it's not perfect. It's not perfect. But so share with us your your three biggest sure. secrets or tips uh, with the crowd. Um, whether okay. you're you're a young mom with two kids, three kids, just mm -hmm. women in real estate, or, or even men in real estate. How do you how do we have balance? Okay, so these are some things that I've implemented recently. I hope that if you try them, they'll work for you. Might not be for everyone. The biggest thing, which is so huge, it's really helped me is, so you know how we time block, John? Yeah. I mean, when we were real estate, no kids, you have all the time in the world. Do you remember how Mike Fair used to say, cut the time in half because mm. you will find a way to get everything done. Um, so the time blocking is one thing, but not just that. I time block a bit differently now. So I used to time block with, okay, prospecting, income producing time, lead follow-up time, lunch time, standard, these things. But now I time block around what brings me the greatest joy. Mm. Part of that is work. Part of that is my family. They're the most important thing to me. I mean, it's, it's weird because now I have two loves and I have to amalgamate them together. So what I do is on a Sunday, I'll look at the whole week. You time block on that Sunday. Like, listen, where am I fitting in my family time? I will book that time first. First. Oh. And then you book the work things around the family time. Now, again, it's not perfect because as I told you, I've had the conversation with my family, which is I'm going to try and give you that time that I blocked off 95% of the time. There's 5% of the time where it's just not possible for mommy to be like, I'm, I'm going to have to revise my statement, but they know, and they know that they're a priority. So the time blocking, but plan around the things that you want to achieve first. It doesn't even have to be family time, everyone. It can be if you've been neglecting the gym and you need that self-care, then you look at the week, you plan that in first, and then you plan your time blocks for work and achievement around that. Oh, perfect. So is, is that helpful? I don't know if you guys do that too, but it's really been helpful for me. I didn't invent it. No, I just yeah, no, no, no. I, and, it. And it makes sense. Time blocking, you know, all we think about as, uh, especially starting out, you just want to go, 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 go. And your time blocking for your lead generation time, appointment time, lead follow-up, pre-qualification, CMA, and then everything else in your life suffers. So That's guys, right. if you want to have yeah. a life 
let's book your me time, family time, and then work your way around that schedule or else everything else is going to suffer. Why do we work so hard? Why do we work so hard just so we could have family time? Why not book that first? Because that's important to you guys, right? Yeah. Well, it's important to me. So that's, that's been working really well. I, I think about that now a lot. It's not about time blocking. It's about priority. Yes. That was a different thing on the list, I think, because I think you said the topic was three things. Right. But I, I do think it relates to your priorities. Everyone has different priorities. So the challenge then is find out what your priority is, what your motivations are, and you plan around that. What's right for me is not going to be right for somebody else and vice versa. So it has to be individual, important to you, self-reflection, and be, get really clear on what is important to you and what changes you're willing to make to achieve that or have that. Because you can really have anything that you want. However, you might need to make adjustments in the way that you're currently living and being and doing things in order to have exactly what you want. So is that number two priorities? It was number three, but yeah, oh. number two. <laughs> okay. So, so guys, priorities, right? What's important to you and really looking at, really looking at that. And what you, what are you building with that? Dig a little bit deeper on what's important to you. Then your life will become complete. And if, if all, all it is, is, is work is important to you. It, trust me, it doesn't work. It's not, it's not. And John, you know what? One other thing to that, I, I didn't know that health was so important to me until I had no health. It was so bad. And so for, you know, I remember my coach back in the day saying, get clear on your motivation, Tony. What are you motivated to? I, I actually didn't know until it was the one thing I didn't have. It's terrible. I'm a slow learner. And then we've, I've changed everything around that, even eating for my family and myself, supplements, healthy eating, the amount of meals, those kinds of things. That's a separate issue. Wow. So priority is health. Health is number one. Number yeah. well, and family. Yeah, okay. it's like integrated, right? Because health for all of us, we can't, I can't live and spend time with my family if we're not all functioning at a high level health-wise. There's too many stressful things that would go along with that if that wasn't the case, right? Yeah. And I think like if you get your priorities straight, guys, uh, what I'm hearing right now is that if things are good at home, the family mm -hmm. is good and your health is good, your business will become better as well. I used to think the opposite. I need to Me sacrifice too. my health and I need to sacrifice my relationships because I don't care about anything but to do more deals and make more money. But in, in actuality, guys, if you get your family right, if you get your relationships right, your business will go naturally and exponentially. That's what I'm getting right now. Can I say something? This might be, it's related to what you said, and I know that we're off topic here, but we still have time. Um, the best year that I've had in real estate was when my health was the worst. But so, okay, wait, sorry, health was the worst. And it was very difficult for me to, John, I remember I was still getting up at 4, 4.30. I was running myself dead and ragging. I remember one time, because we used to be on the old uh, 4 a.m. club. Right. I was the only female in that, in that group at the time. And okay. I remember posing a question to the group saying, how are you guys doing it? Are you tired? But I was breastfeeding my first child at the time. Oh. Awake at night. I wasn't going to bed. At, I was going to bed at the hours that you guys were, but I was up every other hour, still waking up at 4, 4.30. So I remember asking the group, how do you deal with it? I'm exhausted. I, I don't know how to do it. And the response was, and this is okay, 
because this was their experience, I let my wife deal with it. <laughs> so for me, I'm like, great, not helpful for me because I'm the wife. I'm, I'm literally that person. I'm still trying to get up at 4, 4.30. I still did it. But then I had to get, I had no help. So then I got clear on, okay, this schedule is not working for me right now. It's not possible given what's important to me and the time constraints. I started saying no to certain clients as well. Not, not in a mean way, but just listen, I'm not the person right now that can 100% support you. It's not fair to you. I'm sorry that I won't be able to take on the business or we would refer certain things out. The minute that I made more time for myself and my health, uh, that was actually the best, the best year because it was the, the worst year of health. But income wise, I did double what I normally do. And I worked half the amount. I only worked for maybe six months of the year mm. when I've actually factored in the time. Wow. Oh, I, I can't oh. see that. Oh, sorry. Let's... There's a comment there, but I can't see it. Sorry, this is why you are a winner. Such a strong female role. Thank you for your contribution. Oh, thank you, Nina. That's great, Nina. Thank you. So that's, it was just more so to what you were saying, and it was related. Um, so I really resonate with that. That's awesome. So you, you actually worked half that year, half I did. the time that year, and, and doubled your income. So guys, you don't have to yeah. work more to achieve more. No, that was a mindset thing. And the reason why I worked half the amount of time was because I was in treatment. Like, I actually, Leilani, if you're still on the, I, can, I saw that you had commented, um, Thank you. Hi. Oh, hey, Denise. Um, she, during the, the treatment and everything, I was still doing, I was still working, but it's just that I was picking and choosing what was important to me. Um, and that's why I was able to, it was the best. It was the best saying no and focusing on really what was important to me and being dialed in. It was a mindset thing. I thought I had to work harder before in order to achieve more. That's a fallacy. Do, do the most important things first. What's important to us? What, what, are, what is my priority? And once you get that done, you're, you're, you're not going to, you're actually way more efficient. That's how you worked half the time and earn double the money. Guys, it yeah. is possible. It is possible. Okay. So that was number one and three. What's number yeah. two? Um, it's kind of related though, John. I might have to come up with another one because <laughs> so I would say that... <laughs> The other thing that I do, but it's specific to me and other people might not have this because of the health things that I've already had, it's always a reminder for me. And sometimes what happens is I get so dialed in to work again for family, like I'm doing the time blocking, but I'm just so into it that I need to stop. I'm like, oh yeah, it is time for me to take a break right now because I'm starting to fall into the old habit of do all of these things and then set, set the goal higher and then do more things. Mm. It's, it's a constant um, check. It's like, Tony, did you just do what you promised yourself, which was to stop and take a lunch break? Because that relates directly to your health, wealth, and the rest. So for me, it's also um, being really clear with how I'm actually being in the moment. And that, I sometimes have to set an alarm actually. For, I don't know if anyone else is like that because I'll just keep working. Sometimes I'll set my alarm for my actual break. If I don't hear the alarm, sometimes I'll work right through. So like I said, I'm not perfect. It's a continual thing that I'm working on. That's been helping for me. Um, and then the one other thing, it's a separate one, but it's kind of related is because I know I have the health issues already. About once every month, um, I have more pain. 
So the, 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 that week out of the month, when I'm doing my weekly planning, I will schedule less items or I will prioritize differently based on what is urgent that week. So the schedule is really working for me now, not, not the other way around. That's awesome. So you're in control now of your schedule. You're booking what's most important and priority. based on your health and what you can take on uh, in that given week, you're, you're not going to load yourself heavy for that week. That's right. right. So one week out of every month. Yeah. One week out of every month. And, and I think um, it, it's such a good thing to do. And I'm starting to realize, okay, I'm going to front load my, my week. Uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Thursday, Friday, you just, just chill a little bit, chill a little Are you bit. still taking, are you taking time off regularly? Yeah, I am. Good, because we used yeah. to both struggle with that, I remember. Oh, yeah, I mean, we used to, again, seven <laughs> days a week, 12, 14 hour days. Four, seven. Yeah, and, and you know, still waking up at, at 4.30 in the morning, going to sleep at one o'clock in the morning, it just, it doesn't work. And that's when, you know, I got, I got myself to medicines and I found out, okay, I have a high uric acid. I drink too much alcohol, too much red meat, not enough rest, too much stress. Yeah. Right? So what's more important to you guys, right? Once you focus on, on your priorities, take care of what's important, then life will be easy. And you got to just have a schedule that works for you. Uh, Tony shared with us her schedule, her priorities. What is it for you? Right. This is very inspiring to, you know, uh, women in real estate, um, kids or not. I hope right. that, I hope that um, someone's gotten something out of what I've shared with you. I don't know if um, it'll be useful, but I am around if anyone has, is currently feeling the same way or you have in the past. I'm definitely around if uh, you want to have a chat to see what kind of tactics uh, you can implement to help your individual scenario. I'm sure your phone would blow up. Uh, young moms uh, definitely can relate. And, you can call uh, me. I'll pick up. <laughs> yeah, she always picks up. She always picks up. Yeah. All right. So uh, any, any, I want to take some, open it up for a little bit of questions. How about we get, uh, Leilani, are you here? Let's, what are you discovering right now for yourself? Or is she not going to talk? I saw her comment earlier. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, <Any> Nick. <laughs> I have a question, John. Yes, sir. Um, I struggle a lot with taking that time off. I yeah. mean, tremendously. Even though you take the time off, this thing is just going and going and going. Uh, any, any advice? I, I want to thank you first. You, for, first. you go first, John. <laughs> I I want to thank you for for asking that, Mario. And and a lot of us on the call uh, struggle with this. And, you know, it, 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 it took uh, many years for me to get over that, Mario, <laughs> and so I know where you're at. It took me, um, my, my health, like a, a little bit of a red flag for me to say, okay, I need to prioritize my health. I'm, 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 a, I'm a man of integrity, and I, I learned about integrity in Landmark, and then little did I realize, okay, everything else was good with my clients, with my business, and, and uh what I didn't realize was a totally uh, blind spot was my relationship was out of integrity. My health was out of integrity. And once these things are out of integrity, you actually are not in integrity with your business anyways. Correct. Right. So you got to take the time off. So that, that's my share. What about you, Tony? 
Well, I was going to say, it sounds like, uh, Mario, that you're actually, are you actually blocking the time off, but you're not able to turn the mind off? I am blocked. I have a whole day off and I'm I'm just going to relax, but yeah, I can't turn this off. So it's good. You, You did the first step, which is great. You've blocked the time off, but to turn the mind off, do you do you do meditations or any physical activity or what brings you joy? What kinds of things make you calm? Uh, believe it or not, you know, the one thing I do is cut my lawn. That that like takes me out of my element and it just goes, goes. you know, my daughter sit right next to me and be like, Dad, are you listening to what Hi. she's saying? Hi. You need you to pay attention. I'm like, I know. But this is the thing. You have to do whatever you have to do. So you've time blocked. That's the first step. The second thing would be whatever brings you calm and joy, like whatever it is, you should start with that. And then eventually the mind will turn off. For me, I have to dedicate only, not very long, five, 10 minutes of meditation. It helps me, but I need the quiet time. And sometimes I don't even know how much I need it until I do it. It it does actually shut everything off. And I know that that's probably an easy thing to say, but it took me 50 times, five, zero of meditation before I actually learn how to do it i just kept doing it start with your lawn thank you that's great that's great thank you for sharing and and mario i think you know he just reached out to me and said hey i want some accountability on daily contacts you know how about some accountability on actually taking a full day off right actually putting your phone away and if you check your phone you know you pay pay your wife pay pay kathy you know 100 bucks a day something like that right like because you, you have no problem overworking, right? We, a lot of us we've do. Been there. We've yeah. been there, right? So I, I think I, I, cha- I would challenge you to t- actually have accountability on days off. That, that's, my, that's my coaching and share. Thank you. <laughs> so Tony, thank you very much for today. Again, uh, you've been a big contribution to the Facebook community and our EXP group. Thank you so much for your contribution. And Thanks, we want to see you soon. If you're, if you're comfortable, I uh, would love to come by and see Stevie and Neil Absolutely. and Dave, of course. of course. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much, John. Love you so much. Love you. You're the best. Thank you. Yeah.